back to From the Word Ghost, the paranormal podcast for believers and skeptics alike. I'm your host, AJ, and every week I bring a brand new paranormal story to try and convince my skeptic co-host, Jamie. That's me! Of all things paranormal, before we get started in today's episode, we ask if you like the show to leave us a five-star review on any podcast platform. And if you want the chance to win a selection of our upcoming merch, then leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Bit ropey. (laughs) It wasn't as good as last week's, that's for sure. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Hall of Fame worthy. Last week's Hall of Fame. It was (laughs) chef's kiss of (laughs) of intros. I'm super excited because by the time you listen to this, the merch is probably released by now. Yes, I imagine so. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? We are king of (laughs) delay. Just leave it to the last minute till we actually get orders in. Here we we go. (laughs) The merch is out. Do we have it? No. (laughs) I mean, I I, I loved last week's episode, the Roanoke episode. Yeah, it was good. It's time to step away from the whole alien abduction. Tree man. Tree man. (laughs) Bloody Mary episode. I think the plants here scared you too much. (laughs) We need to go back. A little bit freaked out. There's one purple one in the corner and I'm like, I can't figure you out. Back to paranormal shit. Let's go. Good shit. The good shit. I'm going to convince you this week. Okay, okay. not. But <laughs> should make for already soon. gone down. <laughs> I'm gonna convince. Um, no. Should probably be good content, but fuck it. Okay. Now on this episode, we're checking out a story I read recently that really interested me. We've all seen or heard about creepy possessed object. Oh, here we go. We've all seen or heard about creepy possessed objects. Annabelle being probably the most notable, but what I want to talk about is the crone statue, a small wooden effigy. I hope that's how you say effigy. Effigy, yeah, effigy. I'm pretty sure that it... Don't question yourself, man. You're good. You make me question <laughs> everything <laughs> my life. No, you're good. You got this, man. You cr- got it. It's a small wooden effigy of a woman. Seems pretty standard, right? Nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, I mean, real standard. We've all got a wooden effigy of a woman in our house, haven't we? Let's just, everyone, just get out your wooden <laughs> effigy of a woman right now. Hold You're it listening up, hold at it home. Up. Please take photos and send in your photos <laughs> of your wooden effigies. Well, when the effigy was discovered in the Catskills Mountains, New York, in 2016, It had four rusty nails punched into each eye and a small dirty noose hung around its neck. I feel like it's overkill. Four (laughs) nails in each eye. She's already dead. (laughs) We don't need the noose. Stop it. She's already dead. I only watched that episode of The Simpsons the oh, other day, so man. Good. It was great. It's so good. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph Wiggum <laughs> is top tier Simpsons character. He is my favourite by far. If we get enough listens on this episode, I will get Ralph tattooed on me. You're already getting <laughs> Ralph tattooed. But I will let them choose which Ralph. Okay, that is a deal. I think that's a good... We'll set that, up a poll. That is a deal. I, personally, I was going to go for the meme one where he's being thrown through the window. I think you should get choose me. <laughs> You crushed my Wookiee. <laughs> right, this is now a Simpsons podcast. Yeah, Fuck welcome it, back to From the Word Gumball. <laughs> Wiggum. From the Word Wiggum. In 2016, the Travelling Museum of the Paranormal and Occult were contacted by a terrified New Yorker who believed his friend had brought home a cursed item. 
He told them he thinks that the statue is causing paranormal activity constantly. You keep referring to it as a statue. Can we call this a statue? Me and you, we're out in a museum. We're like, oh, look at that exquisite art. Statue of David. Look at the marble, how it's carved. And over here... It's a plank of wood with four <laughs> rusty nails in it. I'm just Googling how tall is a statue. Right, well, the Statue of Liberty is apparently 151 feet, so I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> this and- one big stick. <laughs> yeah, it just seems r- ridiculous to call it a statue. And as well, like, I saw the picture. It's like that big as well. Like, great for real all the good content. <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> We're just going to implant the image in your head of it's, what Aaron was doing. It's yay high. <laughs> What's that? That's got to be easy four inch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. we'll say that. A man's four inches. <laughs> <laughs> a kind four inch. A generous four inch. <laughs> the man then took to Reddit to let everyone know everything that had happened to them just the last week. Last weekend, my friend and I went hiking in the Catskills. While we were there, we came across a small cave right off the beaten track. We thought we'd check it out. While we were looking around, we could see that someone had lit a campfire here probably a few days ago. When we were about to leave, my friend noticed this small, ugly statue of a woman. It had nails in its eyes and some kind of noose around its neck. I'll say it like for everyone's here. I've said it so many times. If you find... A representation of a demon. Don't call it ugly. <laughs> How many goddamn times? You've got to it's nice so the demons, true. man. And the fucker's still in your possession, man. Be nice. Be I, like, oh, you're a good statue, mate. Sure. Prettiest girl I ever did see with nails in her eyes. <laughs> sure, it's rough around the edges, but it's got character. <laughs> it's a good thing you've got a great personality. <laughs> Even though I warned and begged my friend not to, he chose to bring the doll home. Everyone talks about devil worshippers that come out around there to sacrifice animals and do their weird spells, so I didn't want any part of this. A couple days later, my friend calls me and tells me that the statue is definitely haunted. He keeps smelling weird stuff and the statue keeps moving from its spot. Dude, this statue is 100% haunted. Keep smelling burnt toast, <laughs> and my left arm just keeps drooping down. How did you read my mind now? <laughs> That's not the half of it. He said that he hasn't got any sleep since bringing the statue home. Apparently there's a really loud banging all the way through the night. Last night he said that someone was knocking at his front door, but when he got there, there was nobody at the door. Knockdown ginger, we call that round Essex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty standard <laughs> stuff, right? That's playground stuff. <laughs> just poke your head out the door a little bit more. You see him playing Kerbsy up the <laughs> May I just say, I was an elite Kerbsy player. I don't know what Kerbsy is. It's where you each stand opposite sides of the road and you've got a ball and you've got to try and bounce it off the curb to come back to you. Oh my God, you had a lonely childhood, my friend. How is that Are lonely? I need a people? friend. I, I just imagine it. you just standing in the road. <laughs> just constantly going <laughs> off to pick up the ball that I've missed. There he is again, that kid. <laughs> that weird kid throwing <laughs> fucking balls at the fucking road. Seriously, you never played curbs? I never played curbs. God damn. That says more about your childhood than Does mine. it? Does Put, it? That's another I pole. didn't, I that didn't is another stand pole. outside and throw a ball at the floor 
floor. The other side of the road, though. Oh. <laughs> and it was like triple points if a car's coming. And, and you smash you its windows. <laughs> <laughs> and you throw the ball at the opposite curb and it bounces through the window of the car. What is this game? <laughs> I don't know if that's actually the rules, <laughs> you, but I never this did this. Shit up. <laughs> you've, made... you've never played Curbsy, man. God damn. But you never played Runouts either. Runouts is an actual game. Curbsy is something you've man, created in your you mind. Man, you are going to get humbled so hard in this poll because Curbsy is a British staple. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. We'll put it to the we'll pod. Put it to the pod. Curbsy is the pod. <laughs> put it to the pod. <laughs> we'll put it to the pod. I am the pod. <laughs> he posted this at 8 p.m. By 11 p.m. that night, his friend arrived at his door, holding his dog and crying. He was absolutely terrified and went into great detail about 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 about. He was absolutely Welcome terrified. to From the Word Ghost, the Canadian podcast. <laughs> this is the Canadian translation. This is not a boot money. This is a boot democracy. <laughs> he was absolutely terrified and went into great detail about what he had experienced. The past few days, he had felt a strong presence following him around the house. And whenever he felt this way, a strong smell like pond water would appear and also follow him. Has he been haunted by a koi fish? (laughs) (laughs) Why pond water? Do we get to that? Am I in spoilers? I think it's like, whenever you talk about like demonic possession, there's always a smell to it, like a a decaying flesh or a horrible smell to it. Okay, pond? Where where are we going? I mean, this is just his... His description of it is pond water. It's dirty. It smells bad. I've never smelt a corpse, but I don't think if I smelt a corpse, I would <laughs> refer to it as pond water. Where's the nearest cemetery? We're Let's go. This we're right going to go to the cemetery. Go grave digging, boys. <laughs> then we're going to go straight over to the pond <laughs> and compare and notes. Compare notes. <laughs> he originally believed that the dog was moving the statue around the house, trying to see some logic in the situation. But it turned out that the dog was petrified of the statue and would wet itself and whimper whenever near it. And when he explained about the knocking at the door, he felt an overwhelming feeling of dread come over him the moment he opened the door, as if he should not have done it in the first place, even though his motion lights came on indicating someone there. Now the night he grabbed the dog and hauled ass out of the house was by far the worst of the experiences. He decided to take himself to the movies earlier that evening to take his mind off of things. And it seemed to work, as he said, I came home and I felt like everything was fine, so I decided to head up to bed. He fell asleep relatively easily, but within an hour, he was awoken by a loud banging once again in his bedroom, and the smell of pond water was the strongest it had ever been. He got out of his bed and went downstairs to grab himself a drink. I fancy a refreshing taste of pond water. I'm going down ah, to the pond. Thirsty. <laughs> Delicious. In his PJs outside, just scooping up pond water. Mm, it's got a fruity bouquet. <laughs> As he walked into the entrance of the living room, he stopped suddenly when he saw the statue had moved itself to the centre of the coffee table. As he slowly walked towards the statue, he heard a sound that he described like my grandma all out of breath getting louder and louder the closer he got to it. My grandmother all out of breath. That's so specific. 
Aaron, if I played you five recordings of old women out of breath, do you think you'd be able to tell which one was your grandma? Absolutely, but... Well, my friend, let me introduce you <laughs> to our brand new game show! Nads on treadmills! <laughs> Until suddenly, a shadowing figure appeared in the shape of a woman hunched over, and the smell became unbearable. Grandma, take that black robe off and get out of the pond! <laughs> grandma, why are you all naked and smelling like pond water? Get on out of here, Grandma! Grandma, why are you so out of breath? <laughs> as quick as possible, he grabbed the dog and got the shit out of the apartment. He did not return to the home again until the artifact was collected by the cursed object collectors, Greg Newkirk and Dana Newkirk. The couple have a room in their house dedicated to cursed artifacts. They legit welcome spirits into their home. Right, they, like, I watched a quick video. The way you said that is like, they're like, welcome, welcome. Did, did every spirit get their orientation? Come run, back? come on. <laughs> yes, Chucky, there'll be plenty of time to exact revenge on enemies later after tea and cake. <laughs> they talk to him all now. It's really fucking weird. I'll show you a video later. Because they're like, if you don't behave, you're going in the box. And the box is like this little box that they put the artifact in that's like blessed so they can't get out. But other than that, they just let them roam willy nilly. <laughs> you know like Ed and Lorraine Warren they have like they bless it and yeah. they fucking have everything locked up really chill cool these people are like nah, and this room is literally just like a fucking a room like this in their house and they're just like oh, <laughs> just do what you want in one, in, one instance they, <laughs> they, they, say, they sound like they're trying to be the no I'm not like your other aunt and uncle Ed and Lorraine I'm a fun aunt <laughs> I'm the fun aunt I'm the fun spooky aunt <laughs> The aunt just that hasn't had mom. kids yet and has complete <laughs> ignorance to what being a parent's like. This just shows how nuts this whole situation is, right? So this instance, they sat down in their living room and they hear this like massive bang, like two kids fighting. And Dana gets up and goes, oh, I'll go sort them out. Like a mum. <laughs> oh, they're roughhousing again. It's crazy. And she goes upstairs and the crucifix of Jesus that they had bestowed upon this room. She gets up to the room and the Jesus crucifix was like laying on the floor and it would, it had snapped. It had been broken. And right next to it was this crone statue. And then she put him in the box and he's not been out of boxing. <laughs> now, all right, I'm going to ask you once and you, you better tell the truth. <laughs> Which one of you hurt Jesus? <laughs> And all the other artifacts are just looking at the crone statue. Just like, Dude, right. we've got to tell her. We've got to tell her we can't all go in the box. It's unfair. <laughs> take one. Take one for the team. Sit on the naughty step, crone. <laughs> Forever. But yeah, that is the story of the crone statue. I really like that one. Yeah, it's a cool, cool story. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I think it's cool. Where's the evidence? The evidence is a picture of a broken Jesus <laughs> that I could pull up for you. Really I could literally buy a Jesus crucifix now and, and break it. But why? <laughs> but why? But why? But why? Not Jesus. You look so sad. I was really annoyed by that statement. You I'm just it. saying, what evidence is there? There's a Reddit post. Great. <laughs> Nobody lies on online these, forums. These guys are quite esteemed cursed artifacts people. And what, you mean fucking naughty step Brenda and Brian? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> these are the esteemed guys. Yeah, mate. They've got a great I believe following. It. They've got a great following. I'm not sold. I'm not sold because... Not because the story's not good, because great story. Like, you show me a video of something breaking that... I'm going to show you a video. Show me the video. The crime, of... Because they did, like, a 24-hour surveillance on it. 
to okay. see if it was cursed. Things like that, that is more likely going to sway me. You telling me that two dudes on Reddit saw a fucking <laughs> stick with some nails in it. I need the proofs. Right. Good, good, good. Okay, let's see this video. I haven't actually seen this video, so I don't know how good this is going to do me. I will say immediately, that statue is creepier than I thought it was. Yeah, it's not nice, is it? (laughs) It's not nice. I definitely, definitely just had like a stick in my head. It was definitely... Just plank from Ed Ed and Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) That is essentially what I thought. Just a stick with some drawn on hair and eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crone stuff. The crone moves by itself. Where? <laughs> <laughs> where is it? I can't see where it is. Oh, I don't see it. <laughs> right, join us I mean, next week. And it's I'm slight... just fully outed myself. Um, yeah, listening story this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if a demon is going to move an object, why would it bother moving it one centimeter? Why wouldn't it fuck shit? It knew up? it was being watched. 100 percent watched. They're not happy with what I did Someone's to Jesus. Wearing a wire. <laughs> what are y'all are snitches? Is it you, Annabelle? <laughs> no, there's, there's, they've got some other artifacts that I'll probably do stories about because they I mean, are pretty. They cool. sound great. I love the sound of these two. But yeah, I just need more proof. I mean, it's real voodoo stuff, and I don't fucks with that. And I like it. <laughs> Right, shall we go on to our listener story this week? Yes. So, this week, our listener story, as it's kind of listener, she does listen to the podcast. She does, yeah. But this is my missus. This is Becky's story. I've not actually listened to it. I've heard some of her stories over the years, so. Yeah, she's a real weird Let's... girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really I, this is the one listener that. story that I'm allowed to abuse. <laughs> I mean, for it you, doesn't Bex. stop you any of the other times. <laughs> Why should it now? <laughs> Hello, I'm Becky, Jamie's partner, and Aaron's been a very close friend of mine for a very long time. And they've asked me to submit a listener story. You've already heard from my mum and from my nan on a previous episode, and I just wanted to start off by explaining that ghosts in general, the paranormal, it's all quite accepted in my family. Well, at least with the females in the family. And there sure are a lot of them. <laughs> there are. One <laughs> of like 64 women in this family. God it's like damn. a coven of witches. <laughs> What have I stepped into? I've always been interested in it, always listened to the stories, read the Paranormal Encyclopedia back to front by the time I was eight. It's just accepted, normal. A lot of my stories do involve other people, so I'm not going to delve too deep into those, but I've got a couple that are just just involving me, so I'll share those now. Okay, so if you remember back to my mum's story of cartwheeling down the stairs and landing in my nan's living room completely unharmed, I've got a similar-ish story to that. So I've got three sisters. Me and Joe, there's a two-year age gap, I'm the oldest. And then there's quite a large 11-year age gap between me and my third sister. And another couple of years after that, our fourth sister came along. I'm not going to name the younger two in case they're not <laughs> not interested in being involved. <laughs> They'll regret it when we're millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> but this was before they were born anyway. So me and Joe playing in the garden. We had a swing. 
very average, normal, semi-detached size back garden, quite a big lawn, and then a decent-sized patio. I will say, for any American listeners, our gardens are tiny. (laughs) You guys have massive gardens. But you do have houses made of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Ours are brick. (laughs) You win some, you lose some. Important to note also, my dad actually cemented the legs of the swing into the ground, so it was very solid and stable, and you could go very high on it, and the swing was, you know, not going to come out of the ground or anything like that. So we would go and swing literally every day when we got home from school. I must have been probably about eight at this time, so Joe about six. In between the patio and the grass was a brick-edged planter, like edging, one on each side. And Joe was standing at the back door, watching me on the swing. And I was going very, very high. Like where you see over the top of the swing and then the, the ropes go slack too high. If mum saw me doing that, I would have got told off. I've just got visions of that episode of Recess where Swinger Girl... <laughs> Do you remember Recess? <laughs> Recess and was they the think, best. They think that where she swung so hard and went over the top, she went into another dimension. <laughs> In my head, this entire listener's story is based around that episode of Recess now. And anything that happens other than that, I'm going to be severely disappointed. <laughs> Recess is actually a documentary of Rebecca. <laughs> I'll have you know. Inspired by the real life happenings of Rebecca. At the top of the swing, I came flying off, like uncontrolled. I didn't jump off. I just came flying off. I went too high. And instead of crashing to the ground or crashing on top of the brick planter units... I very, very softly and slowly literally floated to the ground and landed cross-legged on the grass like it was a pillow. So strange. I can feel, I can feel that feeling still, how soft and gentle it was. It took me a second to figure out what had happened, but Joe had seen the whole thing. Joe had seen me float down. I think she probably, she must have thought I was going to come flying off and be hurt. So she was sort of poised and ready for that. And it didn't happen. Classic sibling behaviour there. <laughs> Knowing that shit is about to hit the fan, instead of preventing it, get ready to shout mum at the top of your voice. <laughs> She's got a camera out. <laughs> also, Bex rolled like a natural 20 in her fucking acrobatics. <laughs> To come off of that fucking, that dismount and sit perfectly crisscross applesauce on the floor. (laughs) That family has advantage roles when it comes to that. It is mad. Your mum and you, Bex, are superheroes. Just put one hand up in the air and see if you can fly for me one time. Because I'll tell you, the country needs you. It definitely felt like someone was watching over me that day because I should have been badly hurt and I wasn't, so pretty cool. The next one I'll mention, it's only a little anecdote. It's a sort of involved Jay, but he was asleep, so... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> As for oh, every crap. important part of anyone's life, Jay has been asleep. <laughs> I've encountered many ghosts in my time. I've just slept through every experience. <laughs> very long-term friend of Jay's, when Jay decides it's time to sleep, there it's is nothing, and I mean nothing, that is going to stop the boy from sleeping. Hell no. <laughs> I remember when we first started recording, coming round, and he was like, it was so hot. And you was Oh, like, mate, that was like, that, that was, was like bad. last year when it was 40 degrees. <laughs> he was like, quick nap. <laughs> I was sat there with the headphones on a mic there, just like 
I don't want to wake him up, <laughs> but it's really hot, and I'm, I just want to get this over. I'm with. fairly sure we did not record an episode that week. I don't think we did due to Brain personal scissors. reasons. <laughs> we moved all the gear downstairs and everything because it'd oh, be shit, cooler, yeah. and we didn't even record. Fuck that! It was hot though. It was it? hot as fuck. How did you sleep so effortlessly? You put your head on the pillow on the sofa, and you was like, "That's it." See man. you in twenty, maybe. When I've got to sleep, I've got to sleep. And <laughs> when I say twenty, I. <laughs> mean 45. 20 hours <laughs> it's your fault that you didn't understand yeah. that friend why didn't i objectify i was like yeah cool man Never that. this was probably about eight years ago or so so jay was asleep we we're all sitting on the sofa that's jay and our old dog millie moo r.i.p they were both asleep on the sofa and our staircase is in our living room if that makes sense we don't have like a hallway blocking it off so the staircase is in the corner of the room so i was on my phone or watching tv or something and out the corner of my eye, I saw a sock come flying down the stairs, <laughs> parallel with the stairs. Not as if it had just fallen through the banisters at the top and it had just come down, you know. It was parallel with the stairs from where we could see at the top all the way down to the bottom, like it had been thrown. And that freaked me out, and I feel like it was someone saying, do the bloody washing. <laughs> This sock fucking stinks. <laughs> That's mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I wanted to say, but I was like, I will let Jamie say it first. But it's definitely heaven going. You fucking who gonna shit hole this house is? You fucking. <laughs> I don't know if your mum ever dropped the C bomb. I shouldn't be oh, that in yes. her mouth. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what she said. All the listeners are going to hear is bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> I dropped a seat. Oh, yeah, and I forgot, to, I forgot to bleep it out. I listened in the car and I was like, what? <laughs> I, I was on oh, the way Jesus. to work and I had a quick, quick listen. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we're getting ballsy, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we bleeped out Jesus' is before, but we're <laughs> definitely bleeping it out again. Thanks for so, making my life harder. <laughs> Is absolutely fine. Oh, this editing this episode is going to be an absolute. <laughs> Everyone listening to this is going to have a fucking seizure from all the bleeping. <laughs> oh fuck! I think it's fair to say that anyone that believes in this sort of stuff or just accepts it as part of their everyday life would agree that there are periods or eras or certain expanses of time during your life where your your house and your life feel more active more haunted if you like and then there could be long periods of time where absolutely nothing happens and your house just feels like a house i just wanted to give a little bit of background into that period of time generally this would have been when my third sister was probably a toddler up until she was about seven so the youngest would have been about five i think during that time generally the house my childhood home my parents house was just so active there were things happening on a weekly basis if not more often than that multiple witnesses you know friends that we had round other family members and it would be things like stuff coming off the counter and smashing onto the floor stuff coming off coat hooks i remember at one time joe's got a story about that i might ask her to record it if you could that'd be great <laughs> yeah we're really struggling here <laughs> This is just the Beck's family's podcast now. <laughs> Everyone knows the sounds of their own house. Everyone knows what is normal, what their house feels like. So we could all be downstairs and we would hear distinctly the sound of someone getting up out of bed 
and walking across the floorboards to the top of the stairs, like hitting all of those markers, all of those sounds that you know are your house. Just a brief explanation of, of what, what the house was doing and how we were feeling before you hear my mum's part two, which will be in a couple of episodes time, I imagine. Um, another couple of experiences I've had involved Jay, so maybe he'd be open to discussing them together, maybe. I've never met a sceptic who's had so many experiences. He's had so many experiences. I'm outing you now. So many strange experiences that at the time freak him out and then he poo-poos them away with bullshit explanations. They're not bullshit explanations. I like, can't wait listen. to have Because yeah. we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> Look, if you hear, if you see something weird at the time, yeah, you get spooked, right? Yeah. And then you think, probably a carrier bag. <laughs> Probably wasn't probably the, a, a ghost that knocked the washing over. Yeah. Probably my shit folding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you for listening to my stories. I know they're a bit boring and short, but as I said earlier, I didn't want to speak on experiences that weren't just mine. So hopefully I'll be back on when my mum does her part two so I can sort of flesh out the details of what was going on at that time. And maybe if Jay's open, we can we can discuss some more of some more of our stories. There's certainly been a fair few weird things that have happened in the house we are currently in. So, we'll see. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Bex. Thank you, Bex. Nana Bex, my favourite person. <laughs> and Great stories. Just and to they... add on to that, Jay is open all the time. I'm always open, baby. I don't know. <laughs> 7 11. <laughs> Although, in the trailer, I say I'm a closed book. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, who knows? <laughs> No, I can't wait. I can't wait for Bex to come on. Yeah, that'll be a really good episode, I think. That was a great story. Well, yeah, and it really, like, it corroborates. It corroborates the right word. Corroborates? It doesn't sound like a coagulates. word. Coagulates. Coagulates. It really coagulates the story. <laughs> I don't know Real what I mean. sticks it together. <laughs> like, it, it really corroborates. <laughs> Her mum's story of that of the cartwheel down the stairs. It feels yeah. like, almost like, a guardian angel type Yeah, story. very much so. Someone's looking out for the family. Yeah. So. And when you've got something like that, it's, it's quite easy to accept the paranormal because you're not trying it's to play it down thing. because it's not spooky. It's just a helping hand stop you from breaking your hip. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. Isn't that's going to do it for us. If you want to be like Bex and be the next listener's story, then send your story to... You can send your story to from the word ghost at gmail.com or you can send us a little Instagram DM. Slide into them DM. One, two, three. Whee! Oh, it's good to have it back. I know. I felt bad last <laughs> week. <laughs> I, I felt bad just purely because I knew we had to release that episode. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> that, that segment of Would You Rather. Train wrecks are the best. <laughs> great for entertainment yeah so that's going to do it for us at From the Word Ghost join us next week maybe it's a ghost hunt (laughs) maybe it's a ghost hunt maybe it's not the weather is lovely at the moment so if it continues this way you might ghosts love good weather oh and speaking of the ghost hunt the poll results are in Aaron has to spend five minutes alone in the bunker I'm real not happy about this, considering I volunteered. Like, it's not even a forfeit. It's just like, oh, I'll do whatever you want. Just, just for the sake of good sport. And then you go and do me fucking dirty. You are the one who suggested that for the poll. I did. 
<laughs> thinking, oh, they'll be all right. They, they won't fucking do it to me. Wrong. <laughs> Turns out you're all fucking dickheads. <laughs> I got one person. One person was like, I'll do all three. Huh? It'll be real funny. I was blocked. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Instant block. <laughs> But yeah, join us next week and we'll continue to explore the unknown together. Good night. Good night.